there. Welcome to Following the Truth. My name is Gary Zimak. Today is Friday. It's June the 11th, and, and it's a very, very special day. The church on this day celebrates the solemnity, which means this is the highest degree of holy days on the church calendar, the solemnity of the most sacred heart of Jesus. This is the day when we commemorate the love of Jesus, how he loves us with a human heart, meaning that he has emotions, he cares for us, and he can feel that that concern he feels uh, for us when we suffer with the human emotion, that the same human emotions that we feel, but also he has a divine love for us, which is an unconditional, um, infinite love. I mean, so this is a really, really special day. So we'll talk a little bit about the sacred heart of Jesus. And since it's the la- this is the last day that I'll speak to you before we begin our Give Up Worry for Good program on Friday, uh, I'm sorry, Friday, on Monday, June the 14th, I want to just give you a couple of pieces of information as, as we as we go forward, sort of set the stage for Monday's big event. And I'm excited about this. We are getting a lot of interest in this program. We're going to be doing this group study together. And one day at a time, we are going to attempt to give up worry for good by learning to lead to lean on that loving Jesus, the one who we're going to talk about today, his sacred heart, who loves us unconditionally. We're going to lean on him for help as we attempt to give up worry for good. So that begins on Monday. So a lot going on today. And um, maybe one other thing I want to mention to you as well. We'll do that all on the other side of our prayers. Now today, since we do celebrate the sacred heart of Jesus, let's talk to Jesus directly today. And, um, and and present our needs to him and ask him to give us what we need for the remainder of this show. Okay, I'm going to ask for the words to deliver, and then we'll all ask for him to open our hearts so that we can hear and respond to what he has to say to us through this show, and then to love him in return. Okay, that's that's going to be the gist of the prayer. Let's see where... Let's see where the Holy Spirit takes me if I go in a different direction. But why don't we begin, okay? In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. Lord Jesus, boy, on this day, we reflect on your infinite love for each one of us. I think, Jesus, what amazes me the most is not the fact that you love, you loved us so much that you entered our world and suffered a painful and excruciatingly agonizing death on the cross so that we can be reunited with our Father and one day live with you forever in heaven. That That's not the most amazing thing. I think the most amazing, amazing thing is not that you love us that way, but that you love me that way, that you love each one of us individually, personally, for who we are, not for what we do. I think that's such an incredible concept to know that while you were hanging on the cross, Jesus, you were thinking of me. I mean, that's just incredible. So thank you. I want to thank you. We all want to thank you for that. Jesus, we are so grateful that you chose to come into our world. You did not leave us to, 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 to flounder in this world and to be resigned to, to going to hell because the rift between us and the Father was not repaired. You were not going to leave that 
happen, let that happen without personally intervening. So we thank you for coming into our world. We thank you for dying for our sins on the cross. We thank you for rising for the dead, from the dead and defeating death completely. And Jesus, we thank you for speaking to us in the scriptures and walking with us each day. Lord, we lift up to you all of our needs. We all have individual needs. We, we give you our list of intentions right now. We don't even have to go through them because you know what they are. And we ask you, Lord, to please answer these prayers in the best way possible. And we're going to try to accept your timing and the way you answer. Sometimes that's frustrating for us. But we know that when we do that, when we are accepting of how you answer the prayers and also accepting of your schedule, that's a way that we can say to you that we love you. So we're going to do that today, Lord. We, um, we ask you to pour out your spirit upon all of us to open our minds and our hearts to, so that we can hear the message that you have for us on this program. And also, Lord, I ask that you use me as your instrument today. Give me the words. Let me know. Guide my thoughts and my words as I, as I go through this program so I know what you want me to say. Jesus, we thank you for hearing and answering our prayers. We love you, Lord. We thank you for loving us, and we ask these things in your mighty and powerful name. We're going to ask them through the intercession of your blessed mother, Mary, who um, whose immaculate heart we celebrate tomorrow. So we know that she loves us. We know that you gave her to us while you were dying on the cross, and we're so grateful for that. So we ask for these things through the intercession of your blessed mother. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you for praying with me. Um, Man, there's a lot going on. So obviously we're going to talk about Give Up Worry for Good, which begins on Monday. Oh, in case you don't know, my name is Gary Zimak. This is Following the Truth. We come to you every Monday through Friday for 30 minutes each day. In case you're a new listener, welcome. You're always welcome here. I save a chair for you every day, um, and it's always great to have you here on the the program. Uh, Let's see what I want to... I want to try to get this in the right order. Okay, so the first piece of of news that I want to discuss with you, I, I booked two more speaking engagements for Lent this year, or next year, So I want to make sure you know that my schedule is starting to finally come alive again. After COVID, it's just been unbelievable. Everything was shut down. Well, now parishes are opening up and they're starting to schedule events. So if you would like me to come and speak at your church or your conference, now would be a good time to contact me. I do have opening for this year. There's still some openings. People are still contacting me for later in the year, but mainly Lent. That's a very busy time. If you would like to have me come in to your parish and lead a parish mission, a three-day parish mission, two or three days, or give a talk or lead a retreat, please contact me as soon as possible by going to followingthetruth.com because I'd love to, I'd love to come out and share the good news with you, with your fellow parishioners, with your conference attendees. I, I just, I'm so excited to get back on the road. I was in Wisconsin a few weeks ago, and it felt good because it's been a long time since I've given any talk. So I'm, I'd be happy to do that. Followingthetruth.com is where we can, where you would go to set that up. All right, the other big piece of information is the fact that today is the Sacred Heart of Jesus, the Solemnity of the Sacred Heart of Jesus. And again, a solemnity is a big day. A solemnity is the highest 
degree of Holy Day on the church calendar. You have solemnities, you have feasts, you have memorials, you have optional memorials. But today's a solemnity, and it's, it's, it's a solemnity for a reason. And actually, the entire month of June is dedicated to the Sacred Heart of Jesus. This is a big deal that he loves us with this sort of an unconditional love and that he feels things. You, you know, I think, I think sometimes we, we lose sight of the fact that Jesus feels things. He knows what it's like to be lonely. He knows what it's like to be rejected. He knows what it's like to be hungry. He knows, the, he knows what it's like to have human emotions. When he became man, even though he never uh, lost his, his divinity, he remained divine, but he also took on a human nature. And he did that voluntarily. He didn't have to do that. He did that out of love for you and for me to share in, 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 in our humanity. But as a result, he knows what it's like to feel rejected. He knows what it's like to feel dread or terror even, because he certainly felt it uh, on the night before he died in the Garden of Gethsemane. So he gets it. He gets what you and I go through. He knows what it's like to be lonely. He knows what it's like to be deserted. He knows what it's like to be betrayed. He knows, as I said, what it's like to feel death. He gets the things that we feel. And he can love us. He can feel that love for us just as we can feel love for others. Now, in, in the strict sense of the, of the word, love is not so much a feeling, but it is an action. It's a conscious decision. But there is certainly uh, uh, an emotional component to love. You know, you can love somebody even if you don't like them. That is possible, but that's not the ideal. That's a starting point because eventually that's going to wear off. You, you should at some point feel love for someone. You know, you should care about them. It's not, it's not necessarily a romantic love, but it's a, 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 an extreme feeling of care for that individual, recognizing that they're special. Sometimes that requires a lot of work, and that's why one of the, the fruits of the Holy Spirit is love. So God gives us his, his love. This is the, the Holy Spirit was the Spirit who resided in Jesus. We have his Spirit the spiritual component that led Jesus to love, to, to take his love for you and me to a cross, to a painful death. That kind of love, we have that love present in us through the power of the Holy Spirit. You, you know, that's that's nothing to, to, to sneeze at. That is a pretty big piece of information. So we do have that love. And yes, it is possible through the, the help of the Holy Spirit and our cooperating with the Spirit to feel that kind of love for even those people who might really get on our nerves. But it requires work. It requires us to push past our feelings, our bad feelings for them, because it's certainly there, there are certainly those people for whom we have bad feelings, but we have to push past those feelings, pray for the people, and pray for our hearts to be softened and then let the Holy Spirit work. And if you do that, and I'm not saying it's easy. This is something I really struggle with. And I've got at least one person, i got more than one person, but one in particular who's really challenging. It's really challenging to love this person right now. 
But I'm praying that my heart can be softened. You know, we're never going to be best buddies with everybody. That's okay. But we could still care about them. Care about their struggles. Care about what's going on inside of them. Even if we don't know internally what's going on inside of them. Jesus does. And he loves that person. You know, and and again, I'm not saying it's easy, but it's something that we can work at through the help of the Holy Spirit. So, So love should be felt. Ideally, good, strong, solid love should be felt in some way. Obviously, I'm not going to love my enemy in the same way that I love my wife. The feelings aren't going to be the same. But the feelings can grow a little more pure and stronger for the person I don't like through the help of the Holy Spirit and through my persistence. You know, it's... um. It's um, I'm, I'm a pretty stubborn person, so it's not easy for me to, to pray with a lot of zeal for somebody who is driving me crazy or who has offended myself or somebody in my family. That's not easy for me to do because I, I, I have these negative feelings, but it can be done little by little, you know, and if you're, if you're struggling with, with loving somebody, again, you don't have to. We're not talking about being a doormat. If somebody is is treating you unfairly, you do not have to keep subjecting yourself to that negative treatment. That's not what Jesus wants you to do. That's not what turning the other cheek is all about. Sometimes you just have to distance yourself. But turning the other cheek in that case can mean forgiving the person for what they did and praying for them, even if you have no contact with them. You know, please don't think that you are that you are supposed to um, continue to allow yourself to be abused by a certain. And I'm not talking necessarily about physical abuse, but there's there's verbal abuse too. You don't have to continually allow yourself to be treated unfairly by a certain individual. The church isn't saying we should do that. That's what it's not what love is really all about. But love, at some point, you might have to turn that corner. And say, all right, I'm going to forgive this person. You know, I have to pull away from them for a little while, but I am going to forgive them. I'm going to choose to forgive them and to pray for them. Even that can be challenging. But this is the kind of love that that our Lord can pour out into our heart through His Holy Spirit. And, and that's that's the incredible thing about the love of Jesus. You know, He He feels He feels for us. So when we are suffering, whether it be from anxiety, from some sort of a sinful, an addiction, or even an addiction to sin, we can't shake this one particular sin in our lives. He feels for us. He feels there's almost a pain in his heart, or there is a pain in his heart, because you know what it's like to feel for a family member who might be struggling with something, somebody who just doesn't seem to to know how to help themselves or they're in a tough spot or they're going through an illness and you just almost wish you could take on their pain for, for you know, take their pain away from them and you can bear their pain out of love. Well, that's how Jesus feels about you and about me. So, so today, that's a really, I think, a great thing to, to reflect on, how much he loves you personally. And again, you can ask the Holy Spirit to enlighten your your mind to illuminate your imagination so that you can better picture the love that Jesus has for you. And then at that point, what I would say, it's probably a good idea to respond to that love in some way. Obviously you can say, I love you, Jesus, but then 
Jesus said, if you love me in the gospel, uh, in John's gospel, if you love me, you'll keep my commands. You know, so, and, and there's a lot of different commands, one and not just the Ten Commandments, but Jesus gave, um, he raised the bar on those Ten Commandments, and one of them is love your, your, love your enemy. So again, Jesus is saying, if you love me, you're going to love your enemy. You, you'll follow my commandments. So there's a lot to that. If, if you really want to express your, your love for Jesus, you'll do so by seeking the will of the Father, which means whatever happens, you're going to say thank you for it. It's not, again, not easy. You got to fight the feeling to complain. But when you do that, you embrace the will of the Father. Father, I don't know why this is happening, but you're allowing it to happen in my life. Please bring good out of it. Please give me the grace. Let me know if there's something I'm supposed to learn or something I'm supposed to do. When you when you have that kind of a mindset, or it's really a conscious decision, when you have that conscious decision to do that, to say, Lord, your will be done, Father, whatever you want, then you are following Jesus. You're really following Jesus and you are really loving him. And I, I apologize if I'm saying, using the pronoun you, um, or, or I'm, I'm pointing everything to you. I'm, I'm not, I, I, the intent is I, everything I'm saying you also applies to, to me. Um, because that's, it, it's critical that we all do that. And, and I am a, um, I'm somebody who violates that a lot, and I need to work on that. Okay, so please don't think I'm, I'm trying to point fingers. I'm really not. I'm, I'm talking for all of us. And remember, I asked the Holy Spirit to speak through me, and, and I also asked him to open all of our hearts. So I need to hear this too. Because a lot of times throughout my life, I have said, Jesus, I love you, but I'm not willing to go along with his plans for my life. And, and that's really not the best expression of love. But it's look, it's something we, we should work on. We should work on, you're alive right now, there's still time. And make it a point to do that today, to say, Jesus, I love you. Now I'm going to try to show you. Even if you maybe do a little good deed for somebody around your house today. That's, that's how you love them. That's how you love Jesus, by loving other people. Okay? Maybe spend a little time with them today in some way. That's another way to love him, keep him company today, because he feels that loneliness. You know, he yearns, he thirsts for your your companionship. It's hard to believe. I know it's hard to believe, but he does. And that's what that that love that he has. That's what that's what love does. Love longs for love in return. You know, and and it's it's again hard to imagine, but that's how our Lord loves us. So. Today is the Solemnity of the Sacred Heart of Jesus, as I mentioned. Tomorrow is uh, the Memorial of the Immaculate Heart of Mary. So we've got these, um, we've got these back to back. The Immaculate Heart of the Blessed Virgin Mary is tomorrow. Um, and then this Sunday, while I'm at it, before we talk about give up worry for good, this Sunday we return to the Sundays of Ordinary Time. If you remember, we've had a string of special Sundays. We had Pentecost Sunday. We had Trinity Sunday. Last Sunday was Corpus Christi. This Sunday, we go back to the the ordinary time on a Sunday. We've been in ordinary time, but just as far as Sundays go, this is the 11th Sunday in ordinary time. And if you're interested, my podcast, the Gary Zimak Show, the weekly podcast that I do, that will be um, 
I will be talking about the mass readings for this Sunday. That podcast is available now. You can get it wherever you got this podcast. So if you want to listen to that, we'll, we'll, we'll break open the mass readings and talk about them. Okay. Give up worry for good. I told you we got a lot to talk about today. So Monday, it all, it all kicks off. Give up worry for good. So it, I guess the first thing that you're going to see on Monday is an email and I'm going to try to get that out at a reasonable time. Obviously, the um, I'm, I'm going to be talking about it. You'll, you'll actually see emails over the weekend. We're going to kind of prepping for this to let you know what to expect on Monday. Because Monday, we really begin the book. So get ready. You don't have to read in advance. Just follow the emails. I'll let you know about it. But Monday, we will we'll begin uh, Give Up Worry for Good, the first day of the first week. And... Um, the reflection will be, we're going to focus for the first week on the fact that it is possible to stop worrying. And, and I think rather than go through all the details, I wanted to, the way this book works is we do a, a theme each week. I wanted to plant that seed in the very first week that let's not focus on the details, but let's just understand using the messages contained in the Bible for that first week that it is possible to give up worry, and to be at peace. It is possible. The details will unfold as we go through it in the upcoming weeks, but it is possible. Because I think so many of us feel that it's not possible. And it might feel like it's not possible. But Jesus would never say that we shouldn't worry if it was not possible. It is possible. And let's do it together. We'll work on it. Don't lose hope. There's going to be those times and... That's one of the themes that we will encounter throughout this later on in the book that, okay, when you fall, what do you do? When you mess up and you lapse into worry again or you feel like you're, you, you're, you're losing ground, you, you were making progress, then it all fell apart. That's going to happen. And what we're going to try to, to do is to remember that Jesus fell three times on the way of the cross. When you fall, it's time to get up and start over again. Because the devil wants to get in your head and convince you that it is not possible to give up worry, that you've got too much to worry about, and that um, it is absolutely, you're wrong to not worry. That's what the devil is going to try to convince you of. But that's a lie. And we know that is not, that's not true, even though it might feel as, as if it's true. So that's what's coming up beginning on Monday. So Monday, we'll start with the email. Then on this podcast, Following the Truth on Monday, I'll follow up a little bit on that. We'll talk about day one, and uh, and we'll take it from there. I also plan to do a Facebook Live session. It's not going to be long, on Monday evening at 7 p.m. Eastern Time. The good thing about Facebook Live is the fact that you can go back and view it even after it's already aired. And, and that's going to be on my Gary Zimak speaker and author page I'll have a link to that in the email that I send out over the weekend, so you'll you'll know uh, how that's going to happen. But essentially, what we're going to do is through the emails and through this podcast, we're going to walk through give up worry for good each day. I I I can't guarantee that I'm going to use the entire show to talk about the material each day, but I am going to talk about it each day. It it just really depends on how much I have to say, what the spirit places on my heart. If something in the mass readings for that day hits me, something that I feel I should talk about, I'm going to do that. But I will talk about each day's material. And 
let me let me just take a quick look. I'm looking through through the book now. Every day's reflection is not going to take more than a few minutes. So we're, this is not going to be burdensome. I want this to be easy. Heck, it's summer. You got things to do. You know, and I and I understand that. The the other couple of points I want to make before we go off the air today is number one, if you miss a day, please don't freak out. It's gonna it's okay. It's okay. You can either make it up, maybe glance at it casually, or just continue on. Try not to miss a day if you can help it. But if you have to, it's not the end of the world. You can still keep going forward because there's a lot of repetition the way I designed this. There is a lot of repetition. The other thing, if you know somebody or maybe you're hearing this for the first time and you want to participate and you know that you will not have the book Give Up Worry for Good in time by Monday, that's okay. Start anyway. And along the way, I want to encourage people, if you, if you encounter somebody who might be interested in doing this, just to tell them to join us. Yeah, we might get to a point later on. It's, this is eight weeks, remember. We might get to a point later on where it, it's better for them not to join at this point. But I, it's, we're going to have to be really, really into it before I, I'm going to say it's probably not a good idea. I think whenever they join, they're going to benefit from it. So if you don't have the book, show up anyway. Sign up for my email at uh, followingthetruth.com and listen to the podcast, and you'll be fine. When you get the book, you can join us. Because I'm going to talk, I'm going to read the verse on the air. I'm just not going to read the entire reflection. Okay, so... Don't panic if you won't have the book by Monday, and make sure you tell your friends. If you know somebody who might benefit from this, let them know. And you know, if you can't listen to the podcast every day, I understand. I'd like to have you listen to the podcast. Well, just read the email, or read the book, or glance at the email and try to read the book. You know, you can, I, I don't want this to be overly burdensome. I use that word a lot, but that's that's a good word for this, I think, because we all know those programs that just weigh us down. And especially during the summer, you're busy, you might not have a lot of time. The key is I, I want to make sure you 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 hear the Lord speak to you through the Bible and I want to give you some time to speak to him as well. You know, if you go if you're going to try to really give up worry with his help, you're going to have to Spend time in his presence. So, And we'll do that. It, I think it's going to be really good. I know this is going to bear fruit. And I'm so grateful for all the, the positive words I've gotten about this. I thank you for your donations for my ministry. And I mentioned before, in the summer, this is a very lean time. So if you're able to support me financially and help my ministry, it's a, I do this full time. I support my family this way. And uh, I would really appreciate your financial support. But... We're going to get through it. The Lord's going to send me the people I need to keep me going because I really believe he wants me to do this. If you would like to donate or if you would like to sign up for my email, you just go to followingthetruth.com. That's the place. And uh, you're not going to hear from me again until Monday. Of course, you can always email me at Gary at followingthetruth.com even over the weekend. But you'll get my emails there every day. I do those every day. But we will join you again on the podcast, God willing, on Monday. Have a wonderful week, and let's get ready to give up worry for good, okay? God bless you. See you next time.